With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest Anfield Index Under Pressure podcast. And with me to discuss the absolute shellacking at Wolves, Wolves 3, Liverpool 0. Um, I have two of the team. Uh, Phil's on his way, come back from cricket practice. Um, I have my namesake, Mr. Daniel Rhodes, our resident data collection guru. Evening, Rhodesy. Evening, Dan. Collecting the data on this uh, shit show is uh, not enjoyable. <laughs> Just when you think you're getting right to the bottom, the Nadia, it get, we go lower. We managed to go lower. Well, that was going to be my first question. I mean, and we might as well do it now. I mean, I thought Brighton was the Nadia. Is the rock bottom? Is this actually worse? I think I think so. We'll come wow. on. Yeah. Um, and we've got our most practiced sports scientist. It's Mr. Simon Brundish. Indeed. This has to be worse, Darth. The the wolves are shit. Yeah. Brighton are good. Yeah. 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 I think you're right. Um so just when you think the bottom has been reached, you you know. <laughs> Yeah, you tell you, you there's light at the end of the tunnel, but it turns out to be an oncoming train. Yeah, you fall off the end of a cliff again. It's just a false flat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my words! Anyway, right, let's get into those lineups, Sai, because the lineup was um, again going back to last week's show. It's it's the lineup we wanted. Okay, he, he switched Darwin and. Cody round, but it was the line that we said was we should probably start the next game, and we saw it. Yeah, at this point, I don't know what more he could do to appease the dissenting fan. That this is the team that the uh, the majority of FIFA playing lads would play. I think. Um, I as we discussed last week. Uh, I'm less convinced about where, which about uh, Darwin and Gakpo's positioning, but okay, it's this. I can't really argue. That's it's, it's, theoretically on paper. This is their natural positions. Yeah. Um, problem is, the first 15 minutes of the game totally changed any idea of patterns that we could. Yeah. Yeah. Implement. I, I, I don't. I don't think the, the the first two goals have got anything to do with whether Cody was playing a false defensive false nine position or not. Have they? It's just pure, no. Yeah, it's all on the defence. The uh, there's a little bit. There's. I. I actually think the first one is a little bit more on mid on further forward than just defence. I think. I think uh, Stefan had a little bit to do with it. His positioning had a little bit to do with it, and 
I, I think probably Cody could have uh, could have been involved a little bit a little bit more against their uh, their, their eventual pass. Mm-hmm. So, but but yeah, it, it was so, it, it was less than perfect from them, and it was a shit show from the defense. And any thoughts on Wolves' changes from the the two recent matches? Say, uh, it, I, I thought playing Nunes off the left was was uh, an interesting ploy. And tactically, they set up to ping down the right and and play off the in the way that we used to set up to to drop the ball over the halfway line to to the general vicinity of Bobby, knowing that he's not going to get the ball. They did that towards their right wing, towards Robbo, to behind uh, Tiago and Gakpo, and uh, and hope to play from there, switching out to the to the left hand side, so so uh, Nunes could play make. Yeah, it was interesting. and they had um, two relatively new signings up front. Well, obviously, Cunha was there in the last match we played against them, but they had the Sarabia, uh, the lad from PSG up front as well, making it, I think it was his debut, wasn't it, Rosie? Sarabia? Yeah, I think so. And Lamina, was Lamina a debut as well from the midfielder? Um, yeah, it will have been. So yeah. Awesome. <clears throat> yeah, so a few changes for them. Um, Do you find it interesting how how Jimenez went from being one of the bet, better players in the league to just he doesn't even get a game? Yeah, since that injury, and they're shit since that injury, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, dropped off the cliff, didn't he? Or or maybe he just had a he had a very short peak. Yeah, it was a fractured skull. To be fair, yeah, big deal. Yeah. Um, now Roti, um, Jurgen had won won all eight league matches against Wolves coming yeah. into this game. Um, they've given us some good games over the. They've given us some, you know, pretty tough games. I'd say in the past few years, yeah. at, at various various points. But we've won eight out of eight. Not so this time, and this was a thoroughly deserved defeat, right? Yeah, on all levels. Um, Jurgen, I thought did a fair assessment in the game in his uh, post match when he said, "Did he?" Well, he just said. We can't. You cannot do. You cannot do things like that in the first twelve minutes. You can't make defensive errors. We get. We gifted Wolves two goals, um, and while there might have been some good stuff at the end of the first half and the start of the second half, um, it's just the end of the game. And everything that we try and um, implement tactically is just gone because it's a totally different setup. And while bits of that are true, because um, I think we did have a good half an hour. Um, the rest of it was that bad still. Um, you know, we'd conceded one big chance in those first 12 minutes and then we conceded another five after it. So whatever, <laughs> whatever we were doing, um, it wasn't working. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> Phil's here as well, by the way, Dad. Yeah, evening, Phil. How are you doing, boys? You all right? Yeah, we're just starting the post-mortem. Oh God! <laughs> I, I, I'll ask you that. I'll ask you the question I asked the other two. Um, um, I we we thought that Brighton was rock bottom. Uh, was this worse? Your your view? Um, in some ways, yes. Uh, yeah. Because I thought a lot of things were avoidable, whereas Brighton, I think, we just got outplayed. Yeah, yeah. But, well, that's a consensus. Four out of four. Then agree it was worse. <laughs> so, Rosie, so let's finish off that match summary before we get into the, the gory details. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we've had some bad match summers. Not quite sure there's been this many uh, this bad. We had a lot of volume, twenty-two shots to their twelve. Mm. Um, 
It was the kind of volume that we used to have against Burnley when they're sitting in a massively deep block. Um, our shot quality was terrible. We had 1.6 XG and one big chance out of those 22 shots. And even worse, we hit the target twice. So that is one of the worst uh, shot accuracies I've seen from a team with 20 plus shots. We usually have about, well, the average, what is it, about 40%. Um, so, yeah, that's unbelievably bad. Out of Wolves' 12 shots, half of them were big chances. <laughs> Point. Every single of those 12 shots was rated at a 20% chance. So it's like conceding 12 really good chances. Um, we made two defensive errors to their one. And there was a bit of difference in the um, XGs. Kaylee only had us with 1.2, um, but Opto had us at 1.96. I think they, I think they had extra on the two Robertson shots from the cater that was blocked on the line, and then Robertson had two shots. But neither of those were awarded a big chance. But Opta gave them higher value, I think, than Kayla. Um, but otherwise, Dan, it's terrible. I think we've now officially gone into um, negative big chance difference for the season. Uh, <laughs> and while we are creating three, we're conceding three point or seven or something. Um, it's just shockingly, shockingly bad. So those two errors, Rosie, defensive errors. Which ones? There was the Matic one in the yeah. first half, twenty-five minutes, and when we were two, already two 0 down. Um, and yeah, he, he just basically try. It was just an inexplicable decision making, wasn't it? His head was already gone by that point, clearly, yeah. Yes. And, yes, and it yes. was the Nunes big chance, wasn't it? Which Allison yes, saved. Allison saved, yeah. And he's yeah. done that a lot this season. Um, as we'll come on to, I'm sure it's the second most big chance. We've conceded the second most big chances in the league this season with 63. Dan, how many have we conceded since the World Cup break? Oh, we're top of the league, Rosie. We are top of the league. <laughs> That's one league. Have that, people. We are top of the league. Most big chances conceded since the World Cup. 20th. <laughs> Worst in the league. Yeah, 23. 23. Um, the league average is 12. Um, next worst is Villa with 20. Then Leeds with 17. Palace, 16. Uh, at the other end of the scale, Newcastle have only conceded three in six matches. Can you remember those days, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> but like... Chelsea six, City six, United seven. Yeah, that, that, that's that, that's where that's where these teams are. But yeah, twenty three, almost four per game. And um, you know, you, you you can you can paper over the cracks against Leicester. You know, when they score two own goals and stuff to help you win. But good God, yeah, he's our top scorer, isn't he? I've seen that little meme going around since 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 the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, about fast is our top scorer. <laughs> uh, Robertson was the other one with the defensive error. Now, which shot did that lead to? That was with Triore, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What? How did uh, what? That, that was sixty-five minutes. So I can't remember the Robertson mistake. What did he do? I can't remember either. I have to check it then. Um, yeah, Triore block shot. Yeah, it was just it was just from inside the box. It wasn't. I don't. It wasn't a big chance. What's that? Did you get dispossessed? Caught, yeah, he could have got caught on the ball. Um, Sai, can you Sai Bart, Can you remember that one? Sixty-five minutes, Robertson error. No, I just don't look for him now. So I haven't got, I haven't got that. I, I wouldn't have put that down as a, as an error. I think he lost the ball, but I, yeah, eight percent chance anyway for um, yeah, for Triore and uh, Nunez's one was a thirty-one percent chance though. That was a big. Well, chance. that was a big chance, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And wasn't he? Was that the one where he was trying to be really cute with the finish, the chip, and he kind of fluffed it a bit? No, that was um, that was at the end. That was him Yeah, that was him Yeah, when they were three, was that when they were three nil up? That was when they were three nil up. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I, did he mean it or did he just miss it? <laughs> I don't know actually. I thought he just uh, did get over him, but, he, but he's so out of form, though, isn't he? he yeah. It's one of them, isn't it? Right. So let's talk about that first fifteen. That first fifteen minutes, then, or first twelve minutes, even. Um, and you know, Sai, I mean, how how does a team that's had eight days to prepare for a match um, start the game that badly? Uh, you've been in a lot of dressing. You've been in a lot more dressing rooms than us three. Who knows the. They knocked it down the right. They they probed. They tried to play the ball in behind. No, no, this, they had two shots even before the goal. I suppose we we just we just yeah, we, we just had such a big disconnect between the. Do you know how we've been so compact? Yeah, um, and we started much wider, yeah. and so there were gaps, yeah. and. And they just used the gaps. It was just weird. Uh, we gave the ball away six times in the first four minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Then, if you if you create the if you start to spread too early in your uh, build phase, and you lose the ball when you uh, you take a risk and lose the ball, or they press high, which they did, and they get the ball instantly. You got massive gaps for them to break into. And that was the problem right at the very start of this season. That was the there. The, we, we we were literally wide open. Yeah. 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 But if you and, and if statistically, if you look at our lads, they're pretty much everybody is down from a um a ball retention perspective. Um, but we're we're losing a massive number of aerial jewels compared to before. Um and the and the winning the ball back, jewels all over the pitch is is down. So um, we are both forcing possession, forcing passes because we're not in form and we don't really know how we're playing. So we're making mistakes before we're, we're set and we aren't recovering possession from any anything that's launched towards our defence. The opposition are coming out with the ball. So the ball's just in the way that uh, Fab used to shield in front of uh, the back four. The, the if they even lost possession, which they would on thirty only thirty percent of uh, of lofted passes towards our defence, that he was just there to recover the, recover the ball, and that's just not the case anymore. Mm. Yeah, but you know, you said we gave. Was, did you say six times we lost possession in the first four minutes? Yeah, because um, didn't we hoof it literally right from the first kickoff? First kickoff, yeah, yes. We, we always do that, don't we? Hoof it to the right on. <clears throat> Oh, right. Outside. Okay. Yeah. 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 If only we had two, if, if only we had two six foot strikers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this genuinely might be the tallest strike force we've ever fielded. And neither of them will head the ball unless there's a goal involved. Yeah. Even then they struggle. Well, they can't, but they try when there's a, when, yeah. when there's a goal next to them. Yeah. Um, just at a slightly, slightly tangential point. I mean, I thought Cody was really weak in that opening period. I mean, Gags has given him four, fa- three fail presses in that first fifteen minutes, um, and I think he had, his, I think he had fingerprints in both the goal goals. Um, you know, with weak challenges and and stuff, he he doesn't look, he doesn't look ready for the Premier League. Do you know what I mean, Sai? Forty forty seven percent passing, forty seven. Yeah, yeah. But physically as well, he doesn't look right for the ready yet. 
I don't know. Maybe it's a bit quick for him. But, you know, in terms of strength as well, or conditioning? I don't know. Do you know what? I, I, I think the, um, the whole thing about uh, the strength of the league is a bad understanding of the language. Mm. That it's not like our lads are stronger one-on-one physically in an right. arm wrestle. It's just not, it's not true at all. The difference between the leagues is that is that you're allowed to get kicked more in England, so you have to be more robust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and you and you have to play the ball quicker because someone's just about to kick you in the leg. Yeah. So it's a tempo thing that we have here, uh, alongside their horrible weather. But but against the other big six league, the other five big leagues, it's about tempo. Um, it's it's about the amount of high speed running rather than the to- total, but it's definitely not to do with like uh, uh, how strong you are. Yeah, he's a big strong boy. He should be able he to. Should, well, he, he looks like he should be. He really should. <laughs> do, 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 do you know what I'm saying? Is it just me, or do you, have you got like any concerns about him? I had way more concerns than everybody else, but I, I also didn't know him and didn't look at his numbers before he signed for us. And his numbers actually stack up really nicely against the against the other two fours we bought. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. And 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 as as he, I actually it kind of looked that way last week. It kind of backed this up. But I like the positions he takes up and the times he's moving. I think mm. he's tactically much more astute than the other two, and. But I just don't, I don't see, you know, sometimes when we bought somebody, they, you go, oh my God, those two look like they played together for years. Yeah, And it's just really good players that they make a run and receive a pass at the right time from the, uh, in the right direction at the right speed, but just because it's the right one. And he doesn't look like he's done any of that. Yeah. He puts himself in the right position. He just doesn't make good runs, like threatening runs, and he definitely doesn't make a threatening pass. Looks like these three haven't played together, doesn't it? And it can—it's so obvious. Very much. How yeah. how often how often are are um, Gakpo and uh, Darwin like stood on each other's toes? They they were so visible in the towards the the, um, the latter half of the second half. There were moments where we were breaking before they scored the third goal. There were moments where we were breaking and they were looking almost directly in each other's eyes to which direction they had to move because they were both going to the same place. Well, Phil, Phil does the brilliant uh, Liverpool player touch areas and you can see in both both halves and then the full-time one, the crossover and touches between those two. Some people might not call that rotating, Simon, but it looks to me like they're getting in each other's way. Do you know what? The other thing he wrote is really disturbing from looking at those images. You know that a line is four passes. Yeah. yeah. There are no lines between, there's one line between Gapco and Nunes, which is in the first half. That's a thin line. Other than that, there's no lines between any of the front three. And Gakpo is supposed to be the connector. Exactly. And he hasn't, I mean, second half, there are up to first, up to first subs, there's one line between Gapco and Nunes, nothing between Salah and Nunes and Gapco. If you look Cody, at them, Phil, Cody. Sorry, Cody, Cody. <laughs> and the second, second half, there's there's no lines between all three of them for the whole second half. You can't have 754 touches in a game and Mo Salah gets 39. You yeah. have to find a way to get him the ball. I don't care if he's not in good form. You're not going to be in good form if you don't get the ball. I'm not saying that's even, that's not, the outcome of this is not even up for debate. 
you can't have a process that that causes this. So just just to round up, um, I did look at look at all our individual players for the attack um, because it's a big problem since the World Cup and I want to come back to it. But just on to wrap up the Gakpo conversation, he's played almost 500 minutes now in in a Liverpool shirt. Uh, obviously zero goals and zero assists, but 13 shots. So that's 2.4 shots per 90. Three shots on target. Um, so it's a 23% shooting accuracy. Uh, 1.1 XG in total, which is 0.2 per 90. 0.46 expected assists, which is 0.08 per 90 for a wide forward in, 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 or any forward in Liverpool system. That's, yeah, that's just way too low. And his expected goals plus expected assists is 0.28 per 90. So just to give you an idea of other players at 0.28 per 90 in the Premier League this season, we've got Enoch Mwepu, uh, Junior Stanislas, Adam Forshaw, Kiefer Moore and Dom Solanke. That's, um, that's where Cody is right now, I'm afraid, in his output. Anything to add, Bart? Should we? Oh, I, yeah, it's was he two percent for his shots he took? I mean, if you want a positive, he had four successful duels in the final third. Mm. But I mean, that's that's one side of his game, right? Yeah. Um, but other than that, I, the passing—I I just I looked at the pass for it this morning. I'm glad so I mentioned it. I was like forty-six point seven percent. That can't be right. I went and checked it four times. <laughs> it's it's so low. He also received ten progressive passes, so he's receiving good ball. Mm. It's just he's then not doing anything with it. I think the one thing I worry. I mean, I'm, we used I'm to worried. say that. We used to say we used to say that about Origi on this podcast. Yeah, exactly. It's just the one thing that worries me is, and maybe this is again a bit like sight. I haven't seen him before playing, right? So I've got mm. no idea what Kaya is like. I didn't watch him in the World Cup, as you guys know, but I thought it'd be a bit quicker. And it's my big concern. Must always my concern with Harvey is not quick enough to play um, wide forward for us. Hmm. And that's my problem. I think with Cody at the moment is that he's he's turning on the ball at times. But I think some of that is also in the process where he's not synced to the way we're playing. So he's not turning in the right direction quickly. And then he's like, oh, okay, I've got to go and do something. It's not the whole front three don't work as a sync, which doesn't help him. No. And I also don't think he's got the electric pace like Darwin, which is getting him out of trouble. No, and it, it, to be honest, and let's be honest, it was it was Nelson Semedo he was up against. So yeah, but it's, it, it's like you play him in the middle. He's probably up against. He would have been up against Dawson and um, oh God, yeah. the other guy. But do you know what I mean? He would have had half a chance. He's done well for the last three games, and we debated on here about whether we switched him left or or or, or keep him in the middle. But yeah, my worry is a little bit that. I thought he was good on the ball and he has shown glimpses of that. I thought tactically he was smart, but it just, I think maybe the sinking and general, his ability to be quick physically are slowing it down, which makes him look worse than he maybe is. His top speed's similar to Diaz, isn't it? So I from those figures. Not quite, not quite, but um, yeah, he's not, he's not slow, but the difference is that between speed and quickness is the, the first three steps that he's yeah, he is yeah, a big yeah. guy and he runs like a big guy. Darwin yeah. is a big guy and he runs like he's five four. Yeah, Darwin looks like he's sort of been trying to run. If you know what I mean, like, yeah, he's just on. He, he's you can't on. be that that rapid with and, and, just and, out having absurd amount of fast twitch muscle fiber. And he the, is the, just so fast. The problem with Cody is we will or he will always be compared to Sadio because and Sadio was electric over five yeah. meters, instant yeah. speed. 
Yeah. Can, can I make two quick uh, quick comparisons here, right? That um, I've talked before about Ibu and why I think he looks better this season yeah. um, than the others. Uh, so I, I would go, probably Matip is not a good comparison this season, but typically Matip, I think Gakpo is to Matip what Darwin is to Ibu. That they are both, those two are so electric that they are fast enough to cover up for their um, cognitive mistakes, their decision yeah. mistake, uh, their decision mistakes, um, and the other two aren't, but they usually make much better choices, and their positional um, play is better. So I still have hope that Gakpo is going to be really good, but I, I like the ceiling for both of those is is an eight. And the ceiling for Darwin and Ibu is a ten because because of their innate physical qualities. Mm. But they are both. On, but but Ibu is way less dumb than Darwin. Yeah. But, but and I would like to say in this in this system, not just in the system, but in this failing system, Ibu it plays into Ibu's hands. Because he's not a positional player, he's not a system player. He's he's the defensive equivalent of a street baller, and and so he's he's constantly putting fires out. Whether he's put them out himself, the, the, whether it's a fire he's he's created himself, or he's covering for a mate, but he he loves putting fires out. Yeah, and we really need somebody. We need a fireman in this defense right now. Yeah, and when we did the um, when we did the Leicester pod, or was it the Villa pod? And we talked about Gakpo for about 20 minutes. It, even, at P, even at PSV, his passing numbers were terrible. But there was an assumption there that it was because he makes high-risk passes and a lot of um, crosses and set plays, um, which have high, high, high uh, low completion rates. But based on what he's doing so far, I, I think we maybe we can just say he isn't maybe, you know, it's not just that. Maybe it's that you know. I would love a high risk pass. I would love. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to see him tr- attempt one because his XA for PSV was very high. But you got to remember, it's the Dutch league, you know. So maybe his passing, you know, is something to keep an eye on. Maybe his he's, passing. He's not trying it, is he? He's a, he tried. To, he did two key passes in this game and one progressive, and yeah. he had a XA of five uh, percent. Yeah. I mean, that's that's his, not his someone ex- trying it. His XA in in playing for um, PSV is going to be higher because they're always at the top of the league. Yeah. yeah, and he had set plays, right? Yeah, but but if they're a good team that are always scoring goals against shitty opposition, somebody's sure. going to have made the pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're just not there right now, are we? No, no. And it, you have that speed of thought. A, I said we needed a fireman for the defense. I think we need a fire prevention officer like Van Dyke back in the defense. We we need to stop the fires starting. Never mind. But he's been there all season. Right. I think the fire prevention officer is fab at his best. I was going yeah. to say the sixth yeah, is the yeah, fire yeah. prevention. No, no, the fire prevention officer is uh, is 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 now Phillips, who's coming next week. <laughs> 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 Do you get a bonus or something if he plays? <laughs> no, uh, you, you can get gu- guaranteed he's playing against Evan. Absolutely guaranteed. Jesus, that is a terrifying thing. Is, no, we, we're just going to we're just going to go um, physicality. We're going to get the most physical eleven we can on the pitch. Oh, and that will not be Joe. Joe Gomez against Everton. You really? Yeah, yeah but mate, it wasn't great at the weekend either. Yeah. Oh, yeah Virgil, you, Virgil I mean, might be back. Virgil yeah. might be back. I mean, you, you're sort of picking your poison there, aren't you? You know? Yeah. Uh, anyway, that was our way of delaying the, 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 the analysis on the first 12 minutes by talking about Cody for 10 minutes. Um, right. 
Um, does any can anybody talk us to the two chances before the goal because they were both pretty shocking, really, in terms of the the, the destruction and how it allowed it. Bart, so you got any thoughts? Do you have no, enough just, recall I, of it? Or, I don't anybody? have enough recall of that. No, I've, no, I've only got the goal in there. Uh, I remember one that led to a long shot. Um, yeah, that was Kudy after two minutes. Yeah, um, but the next note I've got is the um, is the zero goal. So I, yeah, I no, no worries, no worries. Um, yeah, so we've obviously all, yeah we've obviously all slept since then. <laughs> but yeah, so let's talk about the build up to the own goal. Um, structurally, um, a bit of a mess. Say. Indeed, but I actually think you're right. It, it does the the same thing basically happened just before when there was a big long when it was Nunes long shot. Whoever whoever picked Cunha. the ball up in midfield, it was it Cunha long shot. Yeah, but that came from uh, forcing the play down their right hand side and our structure not being ready to pick the ball back up. Um, and there is an easy pass into midfield. And for their first goal, there was a little bit of interplay down the right hand side. Um, we tried to win the ball back a little bit too early. Cody was nowhere near. Um, they slipped the ball completely unmarked midfield. Um, and it went back to, I don't even know who made the pass. I'm not sure who the Villa, the Wolves players are. It slipped a lovely ball, uh, in the, down the, uh, inside, the inside right. Um, by which stage that there was a total chaos, uh, across midfield that, um, Gomez tried to pop out wondering whether to come and pressure the through ball and um, Matip uh, was, wasn't was entirely sure whether to, to drop in or not but then eventually did which pulled Trent across as well um, and then the bat it's just bad luck it's terrible bad luck at that point the structure was okay we we I think we had the, the pullback covered um, but it's just bad luck when you get that, he he kind of he was there for the block and it just bobbled off his heel onto his knee and into the far post. Was it not bad structure and uh, application by some of the players that led to the bad luck? Which is what I'm saying. The bad luck came so it came only from the block, but up to that point, it was a shit show. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, I agree. How um any any thoughts on why it was so easy for Wolves to open us up down our left? Because that's usually, <clears throat> let's be fair, historically, it's usually been our stronger side. Teams have um, always attacked. They've never attacked Virgil and Robbo. I, They've always gone the other side. I thought Cody was was way off the player. So it didn't press him. Yeah. And therefore, it allowed the, them time on the ball to just put a side set, put a lovely ball in the inside channel. Yeah. And then I, I thought Matt, rather than stuttering, should have just gone. Uh, I'm not saying it wouldn't have been unlucky, but he would have been right in the player's face, if you like. Yeah. Um, you never know. It might have, he might have not taken the shot off, might have pulled it back. But uh, I thought that delay made the player's mind up. I thought, I'm just going to hit this. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it started from Cody, not not pressing down a wide player. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, do you think on, on Joel, on Matt, Joel Matip, um, we haven't seen him as much this season, but... You could look look at him and say he, he, he's suffering from the same. It looks like symptoms, same symptoms as Fab, uh, yeah. in terms of the speed of thought, the, the, he, he the looks speed, fleetness of thought. Yeah, yeah, he looks laboured. He looks in like um, is it catastrophe theory where one thing goes wrong and then the whole whole deck falls down. He mm. looks like he's waiting for that to happen every game. It's like 
I've made an error. Oh, the whole you know the whole game's going to go to pot. And it's like before it would have been the main error. It doesn't matter. Let's go again. I'm not sure whether I don't know whether you sort of Cara mentioned something at the weekend about how you know how good a defender is when the leader's not there. Yeah, they just you. You do have number two centre backs. That's what I'm saying. So maybe we've got three number two centre halves. I, I, I think Ibu's actually a number one. I think yeah. I think he's always okay, been number fair one. Enough. But he's, he's not playing, is he? I'm just saying. People have to react to Ibu because he makes irrational decisions. <laughs> so, so, but proactive ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Whereas I think uh, the weekend we played two number twos. And Matip and and Gomez, they're cover first. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. all four members of that pack four are very experienced senior pros, right? Yeah, but it's but, still different. You spend but, your whole career not being that. Yeah, yeah. But in the first half, they looked like they'd never been coached. They were, te- they were as a defensive unit. They were horrendous as an in. They were just four players playing as individuals, trying to just do the best they could as individuals. It would as a unit. They was they were just shocking. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I there was a little bit right where where the ball came out to whoever put it in again. I don't know. I really should look at the assist. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wolves. Just say Wolves player. Uh, the, Wolves no, player. It was Wang, no, right it was back. Whoever Wang. was playing right midfield at that point. Wang. Um, Wang. The Gakpo was too far away from him. I, I I actually don't think he made a mistake. He was too far away. Just because that's how the play had formed. Because it had already been in behind him, and then it came back out. Gomez came out to to press. Um, and at that moment, the, whoever was playing six should drop in, and he didn't. He stayed where he was, which caused this unmarked lad, because because Matip already had a lad, he was already marking, and um, El Nui, or whatever his name is, was high, so Trent had to be aware of him, so he couldn't come round, and it was caused by, the overload was caused by the six not dropping in. Like and you can't blame the eighteen-year-old no. kid. No, but no. it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think expert so, is so you, you, we're going to blame the back four, right? The back four were actually not in a bad position at all. It's just a, a consequence of the, there's one fella behind uh, uh, Bezetich. What's he called? Yeah, Bajetic, yeah. Bajetic. Um, and yeah, and between him and Robbo, neither of them picked him picked him up. I think at one point Robbo was like, he's your guy. And he presumed Robbo had picked him up, but then Robbo had seen that they, they had a winger um unmarked. So Gakpo Gakpo had the winger next to him, which meant because Robbo had had tucked in, which meant that he couldn't go and press the the fullback or whether it was one of the midfielders, I'm not sure, but whoever it was in the fullback position. So yeah, there are just these these little tiny errors of. I, I wonder even if it's an error of communication. It's like they don't all speak the same language now, yeah, and I think that's very possible. They don't all speak the same naturally, the same language. So so maybe there is some football English slang going on on the pitch. And some of the lads that don't speak English fluently or are new didn't hear, didn't pick it up. Yeah, Robbo was captain as well, wasn't he? So maybe second. Robbo, do you know Robbo? Robbo is is lining up to be the worst captain in Liverpool's history. Yeah, but you know, it's another voice. It's it's, it's a different voice from a different position being captain. I don't know. I, I'm just trying to make excuses for basically sure. we didn't. Well, you know, if, he's captain, <laughs> he's got, he, if he's captain, he's got to try and organise that back four. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's it's from a fullback. I never like captains at fullback or wide. I have to say that's me. Um, bit of a weird thing, but I prefer it centrally because you can see the whole picture. Yeah. But um, 
we and we always say this and uh, we always we've already said all this stuff about the defense right and we didn't point out that yet again for the 437th time in the last two seasons uh, there's a goal scored from an offside being played where Robbo had played him onside yeah yeah, to be fair, we haven't actually talked about that that much this season, but yes, <laughs> absolutely. There's a recur. There's a for long time listeners. There's there's a there's a golden oldie, um, right? Rosie, should we talk about the, the second, second goal? goal? Well, the second goal is a is caused by a foul from Gakpo who presses badly. Um, <laughs> Concede the free kick. Yeah, yeah. Concede yeah. free kick. Yeah, and then Wang. Yeah, yeah. And then we've more, we've just been discussing about well, more poor defending from Robertson. Um, when the uh, initial free kick comes in, leads to a floated cross that comes back, um, and Kilman's head is blocked by Gakpo, in fairness. But then Gakpo doesn't react quick enough, and Dawson gets the shot away. So that was two big chances. Gomez and Allison also don't communicate initially. Yeah. Um, it looks like Allison's coming to clear it, but Gomez reacts and um, flicks it on. So, yeah, two big chances in one move. Uh, nice finish, though. Love the finish from Dawson. Top of the net, ripped it. Yeah, top of the net. It's not off from there, though, is it? I mean, no, no. I, yeah, no, I don't <laughs> no, think. I don't think that. Dawson placed it. He just leathered it. It's absolutely. No, he just leathered it. He went. I'm going to do this really hard, and now yeah. I'm going to get in the way. Um, but it's another goal. Could be avoided. Ali calls for that. Just get out of the way. Yeah. Um, one thing we talked about um, the first time this team played together, I think it was against Chelsea. Uh, was uh, oh, actually maybe even against Wolves the last time. Teeny tiny team, but. Um, yeah, yeah, um, and then as we've we've hypothesised from uh, all of us, including Sai, is the two tall lads that would pull back into defence to help heading didn't head the ball. Yeah, either you know that that ball went over was it that one went over twice, didn't it? I think the yeah. initial went again and again, and no one wins a header. And, and and the smallest guy in the in the pitch, one of the smallest, Joe wins it when he shouldn't have done. And Sai, Cody's in mid zone, isn't he on set plays now in our defensive structure, or is he is he back? Is he in? Uh, he's in one of the marking zones, isn't he? Yeah, he is mid zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He can take Bobby's position. But you've got to have a player who's want to go and attack the ball and win the ball and be good in the air, right? For that, we're running out of lads that'll do yeah. it. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. True. Yeah. Who are you so put in, in that team, there? you've got Thiago. He's Thiago is the most aggressive header in that team. He's checked out of all the players. He's, I'd say he's number one, isn't he? On the players who've checked out. There's a, I, I'd imagine there's only so much shouting that you can take from uh, this little Scottish fella behind you. Yeah. 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 But he hasn't got luck to stand off the, that Wolves third goal, though, has he? I, Robert, I, I, yeah, no, no. Tiago. The third goal. It's the third goal. I don't think it's his third fault. Third goal. That's not his fault. He did. He looks at Neves and then he just lets Neves walk straight past him and doesn't put any effort in it. That's unforgivable, man. He yeah, might be knackered. He's yeah, played every minute. Stop making excuses off. for him. He's, that was, it was shocking. Should have sorted it out in their half. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But, you I know, mean, just deal with it. With it so. He also did do that. And yeah. Yeah. He, sure. might be he might be shattered. And Matty Bazaar as well. There is no doubt in my mind, half of these lads, for half a second, uh, getting on for these like, third and fourth goals we're conceding, have gone, fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly, and it's not, and it's only Ruben Neves. It's not exactly an express train coming past you. It's more like a, I don't know. Yeah, but you see it, in Robbo. Robbo turns to go with Traore on the turn and goes, "Fuck that, I ain't doing right. that." So, so excuse just, my just to be clear, you're not, you're not saying Thiago's done anything wrong there. 
No, I, I'm not. I'm saying that's the final error. There are multiple points through that <laughs> move that we could have prevented that goal. Yeah. And if you want to look at players chucking a towel in, the captain on the day turns and look at trial and goes, yeah, I'm bothering with that. Yeah, yeah, it's true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And then he does get back and we're 3v1 in the box and he still allows Troy to pull the ball across the box. He's captain on the day. Yeah. That's your standards. Yeah, 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 I agree. Because he, yeah, yeah, it's, he's, he's held to even, an even higher standard because he's wearing the arms. Exactly. I mean, to yeah. be fair, he was close enough, could have taken him down. He would have got a yellow. Wouldn't yeah. have been anywhere near it. Do you know, there's so, there's so many points and I get what you're saying. Yeah, fair enough. On that one instance to prevent the shot, Thiago and Matt between two of them should have done better, right? I get that. But there is, that's not the most onerous error from my point in that move. I mean, Gomez, I don't know why he doesn't go and clear the player out. He's got three players behind him. Yeah. Um, what a, yeah. So just talking about Joe Gomez, so, uh, Rosie, did you say um, that Alison called for it and then Joe just heads it anyway? I said that, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So another another mistake, another small mistake from, from Joe and yeah. just leads to something bigger. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Between him and, Gav, him and uh, Cody, it's three goals, isn't it? Yeah. So four shots and an own goal after 12 minutes. Oh. Two big chances. Uh, Rosie, point, Rosie, XG, do you, wanna, do you know what the XG was after 12 minutes? Because uh, there was a good chunk there. It was about 0.9 for that goal. Um, 1.2? Yeah, it was on understat anyway. It was 0.8 to 0. All right, there you go. We've not, we've not even had a shot, have we? No. So how did we how did we go about approach? How did we approach being two 0 down? And what did we try to do? What was our what was our response say in our in our game plan? Obviously, the original game plan was out the window. So what was what what did we what did we do at two 0 Deliberately, I've no idea. But I I do want to stick up for Joe here a little bit. Go on. The, the in that cross, he was doing the right thing. Okay. The time between the cross and it potentially getting to Ali was less than 0.2 of a second. Right. There's no way in the world Ali could have reacted and shouted. Yeah, because it wasn't a corner, was it? Floor. Yeah, it, it was already off the floor. Yeah. 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 So, uh, and we, we are also surmising that Ali um, claimed it. Like, there's no way for us to know that. Yeah. But I do think it was too, too fast. He, he had the ball. We'd still got to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying that he played well. That's not like. I'm just saying that I don't think that thing was his fault. Just a. Just a. It was just more bad luck. I think he positionally did lots of different stuff that should that should have been punished. But that was just. A, that's just a random bad luck. Um, so after this, um, I think the first ten minutes was just let's keep the ball for a little bit. We had two. Uh, 14 and 16 pass moves at one point. They didn't get anywhere, but it was just like... Is that, Wolves, is that just because Wolves let us? Uh, yeah, ostensibly. Wolves let us. I think what happened until half-time was Wolves went, that'll do for now, and then allowed us their our possession without us really trying to force or create anything. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even go further than that. I don't know what else we were trying to do. I don't think we, we penetrated them at all. Yeah, um, Rosie, the Nunes, the first, our first shot was a very nice one, to be fair, and it was yes. out of nothing. And to be honest, it was a bloody good save. Um, 
So, yeah. but yeah, if that goes well, in at that point, absolutely superb pass from Thiago, um, just to create it, yeah. And he, yeah, he, it's a good shot. I, I think he probably increased the uh, post shot side. I'm not sure. I haven't looked into this one, but it was it was it was a good effort on target. Yeah, yeah. Although you could square it for Salah to tap it in. You reckon? Yeah. I was going to say Mo was on mark for a tap in. Was he? Yeah. That's that. Play play the percentages. Yeah. Mo is literally on mark twice, three times in this game. He doesn't get a ball. <laughs> Two from yeah. Darwin and one from Trent. We've seen Manis square it. We've seen other players who've played. Yeah, um, no, but two 0 down. Play the percentages. For me, yeah, we've seen we've seen others do it, but then it's a striker taking a shot after being. Yeah, the only thing it's a good shot. It's into the box though. It's it's not. Do you know what I mean? It's he it turns it into something good, but for me, yeah. it's just roll mowing. Then he, we we might actually get something in the game because up to that point, balls have gone. Do you know what we'll see you after half time? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, did did he? The that was that was, a, that was a that was a shot from uh, press. Gakpo did well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. It was three shots from press. Isn't this much? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was good call. Forgot about that. Um, the. Wolves' pattern of play, though, was basically, like you said, let, let's have the ball, and then they got a big chance on the break from the error by Matip, and then they got another big chance from a, another corner, such as our vulnerability to set plays. But, yeah, so we seem to huff and puff a bit. We seem to try a bit without really... we The cutting edge wasn't there, the, the decisions wasn't there, the quality wasn't there, and it was just, like, a bit pot-shotty, wasn't it, really, say? First half. I think we persisted with the same stupid let's play our fullback in midfield that uh, Guardiola invented. Um and it, like even Robbo was doing it at one point and um and Nabi was Nabi was playing really wide. He kept going really early. So it was obviously by intent given that it was the same side as the touch <clears throat> as the um dugout. So they were prompting him to do this, and it just left too many gaps. I don't, I don't understand what we're doing. I don't understand why we need this sophisticated nuance. It just, we improved when Trent played on the touchline. Yeah, but we, we, we spent all of August, September, and October talking about this, these, this tactical system and these tweaks of all those things you just described, and that they weren't working. And then why, did, why did we choose to go back to it this game? I I do. My only thought is that um, the idea was to drag the, their midfield uh, away from the centre. So mm. it was uh, knowing that they tend to be a man defence. It was to run um, a gap for Trent to run into. So so drag uh, Nunes away with Cater and and leave an inside gap for for Trent to build from. I, I, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I thought it was a terrible idea. It, it worked out terribly. And yet another game where we were out-tacticked. I was going to say, Nunes was, was very wide, though, for this game. Yeah. And I, I, I thought it was that's what attracted Naby to it. Because I thought the same. So I thought Naby's way too wide. It wasn't high. He was just really wide. But I think he was over with Nunes. Which yeah, was transport. 
Yeah, no, no, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying I, I don't know why he was doing that, but he seemed to be over with Nunes, which then pulled over Batacic into, into an area which left Cody and Thiago and uh, Robertson, obviously 3v2, you know, 1v1 or whatever. There was a space over there which they exploited for both goals. So it may have worked for Wolves, but I don't, yeah, know, why and- we, I don't know why we did it because we well, haven't been doing it for the pre- pre- previous three games. Yeah, in terms of the pressing... Um- Cater's targets were nearly all on Nunez or Aitnuri. So, yeah, and if you look at his his area, I said to you, didn't I? His area for this game was was absolutely huge yeah. compared to the. In fact, Thiago and uh, both our eights, the the the, t- the press zones were almost double the size of the previous three games. Yeah, it, which is uh, madness. We'd sort of gone to this compact. Yeah, you do this zone, you do this. Yeah, let's do this really, really well to. As I said, let's go and play really, really big. Well, it was clear from the game plan that, that you know there was a choice there because we went get, we went Darwin down the middle and Cody left instead of what we've done. Yeah. What what I mean, we we debated last week about whether we needed to continue with Cody in the defensive role, but we've gone. What was you what was your thinking about the coaches, our our coaching team thinking about let's change it back, let's go and try and do this again, like we tried back in the autumn. What well, you know, in this match, what 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 do you think they were trying to do, Bart? From your perspective, I think they can. I think they only thought a bit like we discussed in the last pod was that maybe they didn't. They thought we could. We didn't have to worry as much about their midfield because they played a two. Yeah, they yeah. played a four four two, so it wasn't a three. So they thought, right, okay, we'll do this. We'll put in their head. Yeah, their most expensive side in the forward down the middle on Dawson. And uh, the other lad, I can't pronounce his name. But Kilman. Kilman, right? So they put our forward at them and they've gone, right, okay, Cody, you do bits there, Mo, you do bits there, potentially. Yeah. And they thought that Batacic and Thiago could deal with the two and uh, Navi could deal with help out. Yeah, maybe that's what they were thinking. But I don't, it's like another change. So the bit I don't understand and I haven't understood all season our changes is that you just start building something and then you just change it. So you've started to build a pattern of three games in a row. You're doing the same thing. Everyone gets used to it. Yes, we said the last half an hour was horrendous last game, right? Mm. But fundamentally, that first 60 was something to build on. It was yeah. solid. We, we didn't do any of that. We didn't. And we, for some reason, we came to this game and went, do you know what? Yeah, let's go back to this change in setup for the opposition. I don't understand it. Uh, I, I can't fathom why you would do that. Because Nevis and uh, the other lads playing in the middle, in the middle of the park, are good ball players. Hmm. So they're they're one v one battles. So they, it, they, I think they're better than us in there. So that's one. They're beating this one v one. We're there. We then moved out our our next best presser in the middle of the park, Nabby, to go and press a very uh, tactically astute Nunes. You know, a progressive player. Um, and then they got an injury on a wide right, so they had a speed merchant down there up against uh, Cody. Yeah. So it, it just, none of it made sense to me. I don't know why we did, didn't just go in and go, right, let's get to half-time, safety, compact, and then build from there. And we could still could have had the the chaos engine uh, on the left-hand side, not a problem. Hmm. But down the middle, it just opened up the channels through the part, and then you've pulled out Navi wide right, so you've, you not only open the traffic up, if you like, going through the middle of the park, you've left two people in there rather than three. Yeah. So I, 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 I wonder how much uh, like Al Nuri might have been 
because he does bomb on and he's a good player. The, he is good. Um, he's very good. He is a good player. Yeah. They, they tried. They they tried to block off that maybe, and knowing and try to leave Mo higher. Uh, so so Naby would have to come across and do that, knowing that Gakpo would more likely drop in. Yeah. I, I I think the whole thing was flawed, uh, but we can't say that because we were two 0 down before anything happened. Yeah, it sure. could be game game state could be some of it, but it did look like the original game plan to me. But anyway, for sure. Well, do you know? Do you know we had we had three, four, seven, eight players with uh, less than sixty percent ball retention. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's just not functioning in any department. Um, thoughts? Can I ask you a quick chaps a quick question on Mateus Nunes, on the Wolves player, because he's this is now the third Wolves manager um, to move him out of the midfield into the midfield two into a, a not area. a position a double position. Um, seeing as he continues to be linked with us for a summer move, um, any thoughts on that? I I think he's a, I think he's a tidy player. I wouldn't sign him to solve our problems though. Yeah. Yeah, three managers have moved in wide, mm. and the options in the middle of the park are uh, Neves is a good player. Um, is well, the, Martinho, Martinho yeah. is an old is an older player. Yeah, um, yeah, he's a veteran now, isn't he? If yeah. he's not getting in over him in the middle of the park, then yeah. suggests to me that maybe he's missing something. I don't know, but yeah, I, I don't see him. But I've, I've seen him what three times now. I don't see him solving our issues in no. the middle of the park. I mean, he's a nice player, not what we need. Yeah, not what we need. That's what I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Second half. Sai, talk to me about um, the contrast. Start the second half versus the first half, and the, the, t- the tactical tweaks and, and and everything to do with that place. I honestly think the biggest thing was that um, that they allowed Trent to go forward and made him stay wide. Um, they basically went uh, him against Al Nui one on one. And and it allowed us allowed us the man advantage in midfield. So we got to keep possession and play through them. So we had like seven sixty eight percent possession for the first fifteen minutes of until Hendo came on. Yeah. Um, and we created a couple of chances. Kind of looked nice. Yeah. But well, it was no, it was nine shots to one in in it was nine shots to one in the twenty minutes after half time. Yeah, yeah I mean, the caveat of that was they were winning 2-0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was it. They didn't care. And I don't think we created... Did we create a big chance? I don't think we created yeah, we had massive the, the, dark, the, the Nunes break. Yeah, yeah. No, well, that's one. But one in that, that amount of possession, I would have thought. Yeah. After, after six after six to six minutes, Dan, according to understart, the excuse will level. Yeah. yeah. It was just ours were, were a series of... What do you guys think, right? That I see Nunes, I, I can see his quality and the things that he is good at, the chaos that he causes, and it's all in transition. Like yeah. I can yeah, potentially yeah. see Gakpo doing something when we have possession. What is it that Darwin brings when we've got possession? Where's the where is the threat? Where is structured builder? Where is his role? When we have some, when we have structured possession, he hasn't got a role in build. No, he, if, has to, he just has to try and play off the shoulder of the last man, doesn't he? Yeah. So we man, harsh, we, but... we create we've we've created a system to try to create those opportunities. Yes. 
Well, no, I don't think we've done it because I think we've, it's pretty clear now that we've bought him without a plan of how to use him. I think it's like, well, we'll buy him. We like him. Or some people like him. So we'll buy him. 32 crosses in this game, dudes. And then we'll figure out how to use him later. Because it's the opposite. When you profile players, when you recruit and you profile players, you buy players to a plan. You buy them for a system. And that's why so many of our previous signings look plug and play. Yeah. They're coming to the right role to utilise them from minute one. Whereas Nunes, we're still working out how to play. And uh, yeah, so like you said, what is the plan? What is the system with him? Just just for reference, for anybody that doesn't listen to Double Pivot Pod, there's like a minute and a half. They're, they're, they're doing this <clears throat> takedown of Chelsea this week. Uh, and there's a minute and a half where they, by accident, uh, ramble about Liverpool's recruitment team. And that explains away all of this in 90 seconds. Juan, can you, can you paraphrase? Uh, for 90 seconds, they, they, they basically said they got smarter people in charge at some, uh, um, that recruit people to do a particular job to work like an American system in that they've got a front office, which they call it in America, whereas the GM who has strategy of how a team plays and who plays in that team, uh, and what tools are available, the coach implements that and gives, um, upstream suggestions of things that he needs to make his system work and the front office go and acquire those tools. Yeah. They aren't buying, they aren't buying players. They aren't buying reputations. They're buying tools. Yeah. Roles, profiles, roles, Roles, profiles. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So they didn't say we're doing that now, are they? So. No, they're saying we're no, not doing we it used, now. Yeah, so we used. But that to wasn't that, yeah. the point of their. Like no. they literally were saying that the um, that's what tra- Chelsea are trying to do um, to to do the thing that we used to do. That's well, that was the context. But they now they now have forty two players. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea aren't doing the thing yeah. that we yeah. yeah but they yeah. they bought a whole bunch in, but they already they're already blurted so much money on on the player the type of player we're buying now. Yeah. Or they're buying. Fa- they bought like a b- bunch of very expensive, famous players before, yeah. Um, and they don't have anywhere for them to fit now. And we we seem to be like uh, loads of corner pieces on a jigsaw, and no one's quite fitting in. But I just from st- statistical perspective, thirty two crosses and those six foot three grocks can't get their head on the ball. Yeah, shocking. Yeah. So again. What do they do apart from transition? Yeah, and how yeah. often do and how often can we create that transition? Yeah, yeah. Um, Rosie, I think we're being a little bit mean on us in the twenty minutes after half time because I thought that uh, I even allowed myself to think that you know this is on here. The Wolves were absolutely on the ropes. I thought we yeah, were playing really well. Klopp said exactly the same thing. He said if Nunes scores that, um, it makes it 2-1, and it could be a very different ending. To well, it's the Cater one, isn't there? The Cater one, which ends up with a hand, handball shot as well. Cater doesn't really hit the shot very well, and then there was another chance, and it ends up going to kill um, Dawson's arm. Yeah. yeah. Robertson gets... Uh, he's got two shots in that move, hasn't he? Mm. Um, and he, he was close to goal, so I thought they might get higher, but that's what I mean. Opt to have given him about 20%, um, but not given him a big chance. So, yeah, that chance as well. And on the pressing down, I thought there were some, some decent figures there, just maybe not as a whole. Um, the three players who had presses that led to a shot were Bichetic, Gakpo, Nunes. 
So they, they did contribute something, and they all had like five or more, and it's quite a nice balance between the players, if you look. They've all got yeah. about 20 presses, um, the efficiencies are decent. I, I thought the issue, the main issue in this game was the, was the, the our on ball, like size discussed, Gakpo's. Um, it was one of the first times I can recall from. Passing accuracies were terrible. 32 crosses, that's an on ball error. I missed the, the, the ones from Matic, the defensive ones. Um, I didn't think the issue was pressing in this game. I thought it was. No, it, it wasn't. Uh, Dolph, Dolph, did it not remind you of Brentford away? After half time, where we came out and gave it a real good, yeah, job, yeah, minutes, it was. It, it but we didn't a, actually yeah. create anything. Yeah, like Nunes had a chance there; it was offside, right? He had yeah, a chance a, here; he missed it. it yeah, it, I'm not picking on it. I'm just saying it reminded me of Brentford away, and then we got done on the counter. Yeah, I think it was a bit better than Brentford in my. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, the first time yeah. I can remember in a while that we yeah, actually penned a team in yeah. and kept them there for a while. They couldn't get out, and then they made the double sub on an hour, didn't they? To yeah, uh, to try same, and alleviate same it. As Brent, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're right. And the right, brought Martino right, and Jimenez on. They did, the uh, which kept which kept helped get the ball. Yeah, they um, went to four five one. They did, didn't it they? They did, yeah. But Navi shot. Uh, we haven't got a left back who can shoot. You know, because that's a, how many times have we seen Costas and uh, Robbo not have a shot and Nunes? But so yeah, I think you're right. It just reminded me very much. We came out after half time like Brentford away, tinned down, and we gave it a good go. But and then like Brentford, we ran out of puff and. They got themselves back in the game on 70 minutes. Yeah. Right, chaps. I know we've got to talk. We, we spent this match was all about the defence, right? And since the World Cup, we've conceded 11 goals, right? Which is the 19th, second worst in the league, right? Um, but we have to talk about the attack, I think, because since the World Cup, we are five and a half goals on understand, underneath our expected. We've scored six from 11.53. That is a Siberian level cold streak. Um, and to be honest, if we were converting, if we were scored in our, you know, as, to our XG, we would have probably, ha- we would definitely have got more points from these matches. Definitely. Um, yeah, I'd suggest we'd be in and around top four. You mean since the World Cup? Since the World Cup, yeah. Look at the when when the World Cup broke. What were we seven points down, five points down from top four? The gaps now increased to ten, whatever it is, eleven. Yeah. In those games, side did a great thing about the go ahead or equalised goal. Yeah. We've missed those chances. You only need two or three of those to go in, and we close that gap pretty quickly. Yeah. So. We've already said big chances conceded were the worst in the league since the yeah. World Cup. Shots on target conceded were 17th. Uh, expected goals against were 14th. Um, but in the attack, shots were third. Shots in the box, fourth. Sh- um, shots from open play, fourth. And XG, fourth, right? That's, uh, that's, uh, that, so we've got a top four attack and a relegation defence. But, <sighs> Rosie, I mean, it, the attack is just... It's just not functioning anyway, and also the, the all everybody is everybody snatching at chances. Yeah, it, yeah. So it's horrible. Since the World Cup, we started against Villa seven, amazing, quality stuff. Although we conceded four, and then against Leicester and Brentford, we had three, and then against Brighton two, and then Chelsea none. We also had a zero in the uh, FA Cup, and then against Wolves one, and then yeah. you've got you've got Nunes who's what. Well, Converted four out of 
19 big chances, is it? Or is it five, four out of 20 now? Um, that's that Siberian cold streak. Yeah. You, you can't sustain strikers with, I think Haaland's about 60%. Um, we know the average is, what, 38%? Yeah. Um, um, it's just... It's, but not, da- da- Darwin, right? And the ones we're getting, we're missing... 385 minutes since the World Cup, that's over four, nine, four, four matches. Zero goals, zero assists, 23 shots now without scoring, 3.4 XG. Um, so he's still going at 5.4 shots per 90 and 0.8 expected per 90. Very high numbers, but these, these, it's killing us as a team. It is. And as a team, our record is only 25%. So our team. <clears throat> Our team record of converting big chances this season is exactly what Nunes has converted. It's that bad. Um, but everyone is. And, yeah, it, I said we need to concede fewer big chances and our strikers need to get hot and the absolute opposite's happening. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Neither of those things are happening, Rosie. I can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, and, and, all right, so Mo Salah, right, he's played every single minute since the World Cup. Right, He's got one goal and one assist, both against Villa. Worrying the most worrying thing for Mo is he's only getting two shots per 90 minutes. Yeah, that's that, less than half of what he used to be for most that, of his Liverpool career. in the system, yeah. Um, he's still creating 0.25, very good numbers out of the created, but he's expected in, in terms of his expected goals, it's 0.37. So, in overall, it there's, there's not much attack coming out of him. So, Nunes is having all Mo's shots. Mo's creating a bit. Nobody else is nobody else is scoring, and Mo's output is down thirty percent. This is what Sai said a couple of couple of pods ago about, and Salah and Trent both being suppressed in terms of their output this season. And you know, point six two per ninety. You know, it's not bad by Premier League standards, but it's way below Mo Salah standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's up at one. I mean, why do you need why, two, two shots per game, Rosie? It's it. You can't. It's That's not, the Regi levels. Why would you? Why would you give someone such a rewarded contract and then not use him? Is 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 been our shot monster? Yeah. Our, since Suarez, he's been <clears> our <throat> shot monster, and and the outcomes and results have been record breaking for the club. And now he's getting two shots again. Yeah. Well, he's had, he's not had side. a single. He's not had a single big chance in twenty twenty three. And that, and that is, is the big start because mm. that's it's just, our it's, it's systematically failed. It's like you look at all the past maps, whatever you want to look at each maps, we're just not getting in the ball. Mm. And even in this game, as we've all said, there was three opportunities to pass to Mo unmarked in the box and the player didn't take that choice. And Mo's going to score one of the three. Come on. Yeah, you know, it's just we're not doing it. Whatever it's coaching, I don't know, but it used to be the whole function of the team was get to get the ball, into get Salah in dangerous positions. Yeah. He's in dangerous positions, and we're not passing the ball. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. His dribbles are down. Hey, two dribbles this game. Yeah, um, one successful, one not, which is which is not good for him either. Yeah, um, the. They're from a lower position. It's one, one. Sorry, uh, yeah, two. It's just his whole game is completely changed. 
Um, and I have no clue why you would spend that amount of money on a player and then change him into a wide winger. The, 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 the problem is, is I remember us in the COVID season um, going 86 shots in open play without scoring yeah. <laughs> as a team, Rosie. We know it can happen, this kind of thing. Certainly can happen, and it's happening, and we're living through it. I mean, I think it's a lot worse than then. Yeah. Well, the bat four is worse, isn't it? Well, because we had a look at it last week, and we were only conceding two. It was 0.95, wasn't it? XG. Yeah. 0.95 XG in 1.8 big big chances all the day. Eddie Days. Luxury. It's like both ends of the pitch are failing now, whereas at least during COVID, only one end was not. Yeah. Can I can I add a bit of context to the big chances? Yeah. So uh, Mo's had eight big chances this season when the game is clutch. When is it? When it yep. would be a big goal? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So nil nil or one nil or yep. there's one goal within the game. Yeah. And uh, he is he has failed to score with three of those, and even one of those was against City when he did score. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't lose points because of that. Um, Darwin and his uh, 20 big chances uh, has do you want to do you want to guess 18 yes and he scored two of 18 yeah right two of 18 oh my words two of 18 when they got when the when the game is on the line yeah yeah so that's even so, worse than That's uh, Benteke levels, I'm afraid. That's the points that, that just they would make <clears throat> the world of difference to us. And and the thing is, when we were good, if Mane wasn't scoring, we would just create another big chance and someone else would. Yeah. 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 But when well, we're only creating, when we're creating so many fewer big chances, if you take out two games, Bournemouth and Villa, like that makes a big difference to the number of big chances we're creating. We way. always used to say it all the time. We could carry one of the front three going through a slump, but the team would struggle if there was two of the front three off at the same time. Yeah. We always but, used to say it. So but now, every side, but every now every we're side. only creating for one. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not and he's missing. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't sacrifice. It's like sacrificing Messi for bait and, and then sticking some and sticking a Dharma <laughs> up front. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, Cody in this game had one shot. I've got one shot. Uh, Ox had one shot in five minutes on the pitch. Well, I reeled off the the players that Cody's producing at the level of. Then, then Adam Forshaw and um, yeah, I know. But <laughs> Junior just, Stanislas. It doesn't yeah. help you, does it? When you no. find the player who's who's yeah. not shooting, it, at least Diaz. We had a go at Diaz for being mm. uh, making the wrong calls. This he was having a shot. Do you know what I mean? He was doing something so, with the ball. Yeah, and we know right. So. Positives, right? Yeah. But Jota's back in training, right? Negative. Jota hasn't scored since last April, I think it is, right? Something like that. It's almost. It's going to be coming up to a year now, calendar year, since he's last scored. How much has he played, though? Yeah, yeah, I know. But yeah, remember when he was playing, he was on that cold streak, yeah, wasn't he? In yeah. football. Anyway, Bobby, right? Mm-hmm. He hasn't played since the World Cup. What is the problem? Do we know? Apparently he's had a relapse. That's... But Simon might have more inside information. That's... You know what the injury is with Bobby, say? No. Okay. He seems to be fine in Brazil doing his preaching. Is he? Is he? Is that what he is? He's recovering in Brazil, oh, is he? Look at his Instagram. I don't follow that's... him on Insta. Sorry. Yeah. But I'm just saying that's <clears throat> that's where he's been for the last few months. Uh, right. Okay. Well, he, he hasn't played since the World Cup, and then Nunes 
uh, sorry, um, Diaz, is, if we're lucky, you know, he'll be back in training in May or something, right? So it's these three, really, for the next month, isn't it? Yeah. And then maybe Jota from the bench. Or you, I don't know. Back to, Ox, back to Harvey. Back to Ox has many, many issues, but he does have a, does shoot. Baby Fab. Baby Harvey. Fab. He's, he's not going to use Baby Fab as Franco, is he? It's, no. He's not going to use Baby Fab. No, not against Evan. <laughs> no, he's not. Well, he tried it last time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Right. Do we have anything positive to finish on? Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> Come um, on, boys! City got broke their centurion <laughs> record. We might yeah. get a title. We might get an extra. We might, title. might get two, 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 three extra titles. Great. Well, that is actually something to be pleasantly pleased about. But um, yeah, that's about the only positive. I was saying in the chat, wasn't I? Normally, when City lose at the weekend and they get you know wrapped over their knuckles for um, fiddling the books, you'd be well happy, wouldn't you? Because you'd be in for a shot with a title. Yeah. Now it means so little. It, we're so far off the pace. It's like yeah, okay. Yeah. Like what one line answers, staying with you, Dan, what's gonna happen? What's the what's gonna be the punishment? For City? Yeah. Uh God. Um I'll tell you, I reckon it's gonna be fifty million fine and two year transfer back. I don't know. I mean God, I don't think they'll be stripped of any titles. No I don't God. think I don't think we're gonna get our titles that we want. I don't think they're gonna be stripped. If they all cash in, I maybe a relegation, maybe. But I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath. Die. Hundred and twenty-seven thousand pound fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I've got to try and be positive. It, I just the new chairman in. As I said, wants to make a mark. I. New Premier League chairman. New Premier League chairman. So Scudamore's out, is he? Yeah, the, 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 oh, Masters, the, Masters, Masters, yeah. Masters is out, is he? Yeah, there's a, a lady in charge. Can't remember her name. Um, so I, I think she'll want to make a mark because if she doesn't make a mark now, she's never going to. And Newcastle are going to run rub, rip shot over the league. I think if they're going to make a stand, it's got to be now. And I think they'll get relegated. I don't think we'll get titles, but I do think they'll be stripped of them. Oh, so they'll be stripped but not awarded to anybody. Yeah, I, I, but the problem I've got is, as I've posted in the, in the chat, there is no, if you look at the rule book, there's no actual penalties written. Yeah, because we're in the uncharted waters here. We're in yes. But in every other league, there is. Yeah. Like, if you do this, there is. So with the Premier League just went, oh, yeah, we won't bother so, that. So bit. you agree with the the Fleet Street theory that this is the Premier League has to do something? I think they have because, to do because, something. Because of Newcastle and because of potential more overseas money coming in with the, all the clubs for sale. Do you think they have, to, they have to make a stand now? I'm choosing to believe they have to make a stand now or they never will. All right. They would silicon me careers with all the three of you, by the way, they're just going to slap on the wrist and a fine. But I, if they're going to make a stand, it's got to be now. There is yeah. no other way. Otherwise, uh, you... After Chelsea get away with it, yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I'm so just Ch- saying that. Chelsea, Chelsea got away with now. it for 15 years. And then, yeah. and then uh, City have got... Whatever happens to them at this point, they won six leagues. Like the, those fans had the joy of six leagues. Who yeah. cares about whether they get to keep a trophy or not? They lived the joy. They lived it. And that's the thing is, if we could get those back, right? And I think, <coughs> Darth, you said about it'd be nice for Stevie, right? But he doesn't actually get to live that. No, 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 no. It's, it's just in the record books, isn't it? Just yeah. in the record books. Yeah. All right. Right. There's your positive. <laughs> <laughs> We will be back, um, and it's probably going to be 
um, a, I don't know, the Everton game is on the 13th. We'll probably be back Wednesday the 15th for the Derby game. Um, and until that point, up the Reds. Sports Social Podcast Network.